Hey everybody, this is Kaysen, and welcome back to another episode of Hey Kids, This is Titans Talk with Kaysen, a very official Tennessee Titans podcast. Joining me today, as always, my co-host, my mom. Hi. Hey, uh, yeah, tough loss. <laughs> I know, it's like, I want to just be so excited because I'm sure our listener is tuning in to hear us just go hi. But we're real fans, and we were very sad leaving Nissan Stadium on Sunday. Yeah, uh, definitely it was a frustrating game. The ending was not fun. Yeah, it was not fun at all. Uh, But I had a positive uh, from the game on Sunday. The Bengals game was also the second annual Titans Playmakers game where the Titans recognize women who are making a difference in their community. Last year, I made history as the first female in NFL history to have any PA responsibilities during a game, and I did it again this year, which was amazing. It was so fantastic to be up in the PA booth again with Titans PA announcer Matt Rogers and Titans event president David Schindler. I got to introduce the defensive starting lineup, and I have a clip that I'd like to share now. Introducing your defensive starters, please welcome Titan superfan, Terry Zapgirl Romero! At defensive end, number 95, Demarcus Walker! At nose tackle, number 93, Tier Tart! Inside linebacker, number 51, David Long, Jr. At defensive tackle, number 98, Jeffrey Simmons. At safety, the mayor of Murfreesboro, number 31, There were obviously more player names that I announced, um, but I just cut this down for uh, time purposes here. But I'm, I'm just still in awe that I got to do that. And I'm extremely grateful that I was given an opportunity to make NFL history twice. I uh, just want to give shout outs to Ashley Farrell, to Brian Myers, Surf Melendez, Steve Wazinski, David Schindler, and all of the fantastic people who produced the stadium game day broadcast experience. Everybody was wonderful to work with, and they made my whole experience just that much better. I thought it was a really cool moment uh, just to see you up there calling out the names. Um, It was just really cool to watch. And uh, I just want to say that I'm really proud of you that you got like this opportunity. And uh, yeah. Aw, thank you. Thank you. That means a lot. Something that I will definitely never forget. And hopefully it inspires other women, uh, kids, girls, anybody to go after what they are wanting to do and, you know, kind of break the glass ceilings within the world of football that women can be included in the conversation. So anyway, um, yeah, okay. That was the positive thing (laughs) I had for the game. Can you give us a recap? Yes, the Titans had a rematch with the Cincinnati Bengals um, this Sunday, and they came up short, twenty to sixteen. They had the lead early on in the game, uh, twenty to three. But then Joe Burrow um, and the Cincinnati Bengals came back, and um, they they outscored us um, seventeen to three the rest of the game. 
Uh, no, 17-6 the rest of the game, and uh, it was just not easy for the Titans. It was not easy for this defense. I just feel like the team played very um, – it didn't look like they were very conditioned to play the Bengals, and um, that was definitely a big thing. They are now 7-4, and four, the Titans are, and they haven't lost a game at home this season since week one against the New York Giants when they fell short uh, 20-21. to One of the best plays of the game, however, was Derrick Henry's biggest run of the day that ended with Traylon Burke's touchdown. It was his first NFL touchdown. He was the bright spot of the day, according to Jim Wyatt in his article, Six Things That Stood Out. Titans rookie Traylon Burks followed up his best game as a pro with another solid performance. Burks caught four passes for 70 yards, including an acrobatic 51-yard grab when he went up to catch a pass downfield with Bengals defensive back Cam Taylor Britt on his hip. Burks also came up big on third down, and he was in the right place at the right time after Henry fumbled as he approached the end zone after his 69-yard catch and run on a screen pass. He approached the end zone after his 69-yard catch... Coach Vrabel harps on effort and finish. Finish longer than the guy with the ball, and that's what all we do, Burke said. It just so happened I was in the right place at the right time. I just did my best to make plays for the team. Yeah, that one play where Jim describes it as being kind of acrobatic, that was like a hold-your-breath kind of play. It was one of the bright spots. Jim kind of summed it up on how we feel in his last point of that article. It's appropriately titled, Missed Opportunity. He says, reflecting on Sunday's game, I can't help but think that the Titans missed a big opportunity on Sunday against the Bengals team that was without two of its best players on offense, receiver Jamar Chase and running back Joe Mixon. Jim goes on to say, I certainly didn't leave Nissan Stadium thinking the Bengals are world beaters by any stretch. I did leave thinking if this Titans team is going to advance in the postseason, they're going to have to be a lot better and more consistent. Against the Packers, the Titans showed signs of being pretty good on offense. But on Sunday, they squandered opportunities on offense while lacking an edge on defense all day. The Titans have been good enough to win some of these close games this season, but on Sunday, their inconsistencies came back to bite them. He finishes by saying, these Titans need to be better. He finishes with a quote from Jeffrey Simmons and says, At the end of the day, they outcoach us, they outcoached us, and they outplayed us, Simmons said. Every loss should motivate us. Today, we weren't good enough. So, yeah, that was, uh, that's kind of tough. And I have to say, we kind of talked about it in the last episode. The Bengals fans, they're not my favorite. Well, they're definitely cocky. That's one thing. Uh, they definitely enjoy it when their team wins. But, uh, yeah, real passionate fan base. That's a good way to put it. Yeah. Well, listener, we're skipping our trivia portion of the program this week, and we're just going to jump right into Mr. Jim Wyatt's Bridges Report, brought to you by... Mr. Jim Wyatt. (laughs) Yes, and your mom. Take it away, Mr. Jim. This is Jim Wyatt of TennesseeTitans.com, and this week's Bridges Report is white jerseys and white britches. So, um, I see whites, uh, that'll look pretty cool in Philadelphia in the sun. Is, does Philly have an, an out, like an outdoor turf field or is it just a normal grass field? I thought it was normal grass. I think it is. So that's interesting to see since Jim only told us that they play, that the, where the all whites usually in an indoor, uh, artificial turf environment. So yeah, that'll be pretty cool to see. At this point in the season, I'm just, whatever they're wearing, I'm just hoping that it's a uniform that they will win in. I really liked last week's combination, that light blue over navy, but this week, yeah, I'm 
crossing all my fingers that this is going to bring the Titans some good luck. And of course, it's not a britches report without some Titans Uni facts brought to us by our friend Titans Uni Tracker on Twitter and on Instagram. This uniform combo debuted on September 8th, 2002 in a 27-24 to 24 win over what team? Take a guess. Patriots. Nope. The Eagles. That's cool. So 20, a little over 20 years later, we're going to wear it again. Um, we beat the Colts in this combo this year. We've worn it twice. They're one and one, but we lost to the Bills in it. And this is the first time the Titans are wearing this combo against the Eagles in the last three matchups that they've had. And with the white over white combination, the Titans are four in one in the last five appearances that it's made. Find both of our friends on Twitter and Instagram at Sports and at TitansUni. Big shout out to those guys who give us all the good info and stats every week. Thank you. As always, my favorite part of the program, it's Kaysen's forecast and crucial keys to the game. Take it away, Kaysen. Thank you. Yeah, this week is a very emotional game, very big game for the Titans. Uh, They play the Eagles, and on the Eagles team right now is A.J. Brown, a Titans wide receiver that was drafted back in 2019 from Ole Miss. We had a lot of good memories with him. We got to meet him before. Very nice guy. Yeah, I mean, just he left a big impact on this team. They traded him to get Traylon Burks, which I think was a really good replacement. Yeah, we moved up in the draft. Yeah. To get trailing, and I think that was a, hu- a really good pick and a huge uh, win for this Titans team. But yeah, so if you don't know, the Eagles are 10-1. and They're just coming off a 40-33 to win over the Green Bay Packers. Yeah, they've just been lighting every team up this year. Doesn't matter who they've played. Um, I mean, they, uh, they've just been lighting everyone up um, that they've played this year. Their only loss was to the Commanders on Monday Night Football, uh, where they lost 32-21. to Big upset win for the Commanders, but the Eagles did a really good job bouncing back um, these last two games. And if the Titans want to have a chance to win in Philly, um, they are going to uh, really have to disrupt the offense, which, which leads into my first key is disrupt Jalen Hurts. Jalen Hurts has is one of the best quarterbacks in the league right now. Um, he can run, he can throw. He's really just an all-around quarterback. And if the Titans want to have a shot at stopping this offense, he's the guy to stop. He had 157 rushing yards as a quarterback. And Derrick Henry, the crazy thing is he only had 38 rushing yards against the Bengals. It's just, it's nuts. Yeah, I mean, he really took advantage of a, a struggling Green Bay defense, and he can do that uh, now um, against the Titans after coming off a big loss at the Bengals. My second key is take advantage of the defense. While Philly's offense has been really great this year, their defense has really been struggling, and it showed when they faced the Packers. The game got super close after Jordan Love, who came into the game from an injured Aaron Rodgers, he threw a 34-yard touchdown pass to Christian Watson, uh, who ran into the end zone that really gained momentum and you could start to seeing this this Eagles defense struggling they did eventually get the W but if the Titans want to do uh, want to get this win in Philly and love a really good chance of taking advantage of the secondary as CJ Gardner Johnson safety for the Philadelphia Eagles has just been reported out I think Tannehill if he can get trailing downfield um Hooper um whoever is open downfield in this Eagles secondary I think they have a shot but take advantage of the defense um this Philly D line is really good but the question that people have been asking is can the defense uh keep up with Philly's offense like be just as good as them so and we'll we'll have to see this Sunday against the Titans my final key is lock down AJ Brown I mean 
A.J. Brown started off the season really strong, was just lighting teams up every game, but he's been struggling the last few games as he's fumbled. A.J. has had a fumble, one fumble, in each of his last two games. Yeah, he's just been dealing with some health issues recently, and... You know, he only had 46 yards against the Green Bay Packers this past Sunday. So um, the Titans are going to have to lock down A.J. Brown. I mean, I know some words will be exchanged between the defense and A.J. as the game goes on. But yeah, those are my three keys to the game against the Philadelphia Eagles. You know, you just mentioned A.J. Brown, and I found a really interesting statistic from Sam Phelan on Twitter. Uh, just because it's the Titans and Eagles week, but through the first seven career NFL games for both Traylon Burks and A.J. Brown, listen to this statistic. Now, keep in mind, Traylon Burks didn't play for four games this season because of turf toe. He was on injured reserve. A.J. Brown actually played every game. He didn't miss a game in his rookie season. So at this point, it was like we're on week 12. We just finished week 12. So at this point in the season for A.J. Brown in his rookie season, he had 31 targets, 20 receptions, and 337 yards. Now, Traylon Burks, on just playing basically eight games this season, 36 targets, 24 receptions, and 334 yards. Four games less than A.J. Brown, and already, just from reading that, his statistics look better. Yeah, he's, uh, as you said, his statistics do look better. So it it's definitely going to be interesting. I know as Titans fans, people were very disappointed, and they still have been going on about it during this season about why A.J. Brown was traded. And, you know, we don't know the inside information, but all signs point to really that A.J. Brown didn't really want to be here anymore. And so in listening to radio show, which by the way, we totally skipped over that. Let's talk about that real quick, radio show. We had an opportunity to be on Buck Rising's show on 104.5 The Zone this past week, actually a week ago. We're recording this week on Tuesday. And yeah, so a week ago, Buck had me on and you guys came with me, you and Trevin. And we talked about my opportunity being a guest PA announcer for part of the game. And Buck actually put you guys on the radio. What did you think about that? It was definitely a cool experience. And uh, thanks again to Buck for letting us talk on the radio. But um, yeah, hope we weren't annoying him too much. But (laughs) yeah. Oh, no way. No way. He loved having you guys. And then his producer, Lucas Panzica and Robert Walsh, they both were just absolutely wonderful. Everybody at the station was very welcoming. We got to see Blaine Bishop and Mickey Ryan and 3HL producer Joe Hunk was there. Another producer that's there, Brett Batchelor. Uh, just we had a great experience. Let's play a clip from that segment now. Should we pivot to something a little nicer? A little better? Yeah, why not? A little more smiley? Carrie Romero is in studio with us, and it is our great pleasure to have one of the voices of the show in studio with us. Carrie, it's so good to see you. It's so needed after the day, or at least the last half hour that we've had. <laughs> Thank you so much. I can't even describe how wonderful it is to be actually in person and across from you. Yeah, I feel like uh, I don't. I, it's a very lonely situation in here for me. I've got all these microphones, all these seats, and nobody to sit, <laughs> sit in here and hang out with me. You brought the boys. It's great to see them I as well. Did. Yeah, I brought Kason and Trevin, and you know, ha- thankfully it worked out because of Thanksgiving break. So they're getting. I'm. It's bring your kids to work day. 
for me. Absolutely. So, <laughs> by the way, the podcast, Titans Talk with Kaysen, is yes. available wherever you get your podcast. It's a pretty unique situation because I don't think there's another NFL team that has a property like that. And this is an official Titans podcast. Yes, it is. Yeah, we are the only kids podcast in the NFL, and this is currently our second season. And it's been really an amazing thing that the Titans have opened up their door for really a family environment and you know starting with the kids podcast and it's been so exciting and we started the show back in 2019 in late um later in the season and it's just picked up momentum and then they reached out to us and said hey we'd love to partner with you and it's it's just been a really fun thing for me as a mom and also just for families that you know titan's family is family and so that kind of, you know, transitions into why I'm sort of here today at the, how the Titans do different things. Absolutely. Now, Carrie, for those of you who don't know, uh, had the opportunity last season to be the first woman to uh, be a PA announcer for an NFL team. The game was the Chiefs game, correct? Yes. The Chiefs at the Titans, obviously a result that went very much in favor of Tennessee that day. Maybe a bit Thankfully. of good luck from the from the lady on the mic. <laughs> but it sounds like you've got another. They've done. They 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 got such a good response from it, and obviously you killed it. Oh, thank you. You're going to have the opportunity to do it again coming yes, up. Yes, yes. I'm very excited to share that the Titans have invited me back to the mic to share some PA responsibilities. This is, like you said, the first time in NFL history that a female has had any PA responsibilities. And it's kind of been verified through publicaddressannouncer.org. They actually reached out to me and said, hey, by the way, did you know that you were the first? And so that that's sort of so a way you didn't know. I didn't know at that uh. point. I had a suspicion, but then it was confirmed. And then just the the support that the Titans have provided through that and then the fan base, just all of the Titans fans reaching out and and sharing the love. It's it's a little bit overwhelming. But, you know, thankfully, David Schindler, I got to give big props to him. Uh, such a, a wonderful human being. He is the event president for the Titans, and he's the one that invited me to do this last year and took a risk, I think. Um, but I thankfully, it sounds like I made them proud. And, you know, to be invited back this year, it's it's really exciting. I'm uh, I'm a little bit nervous, kind of like I'm a little bit nervous being here. Even oh, what though, do you mean? Oh, come on. Um, There's nothing nervous about this. In fact, can we turn the boys' microphones on, too? Do you guys, guys want to get on a mic? <laughs> They just looked at me like, what are you insane? <laughs> yeah, lift up your mics, guys. Uh, Kaysen, I mean, you, you, both of you, this has got to be a really, really cool experience for you to see your mom being in these positions. And obviously, Kaysen, you with the association with the podcast, yes. eventually coming for my job one day, it feels like. <laughs> like at, at this point, like this has got to be a, a really cool feeling for the both of you. Uh, yeah, it's a really cool feeling just to see uh, our mom up in the, up in the uh, box uh, announcing all the players. It's just... It's just really cool to watch her do that, and we're super excited this Sunday uh, to see her do it again, just like she did last year. It is. That's Trevin on the mic too. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> so, wait, Trevin, are you? Are do you have guest appearances on the podcast? What this this um, feels like? It feels like you're you're yet. dying for a chance on the mic. Uh, not yet. <laughs> not yet. No, but I'm hoping to. He actually has his own podcast that we low-key started about a year ago. Excellent. We've only done three episodes. It's Trevin's Prehistoric Podcast. Yeah, there's been a lot of delay. And 
<laughs> We've been a little busy. Produc- production is always uh, is always the thing they don't tell you about when you yeah, go to school like, for this I have stuff. an idea for a topic, then all of a sudden a new one comes up, and yeah, it just keeps on changing. That's how it goes. Well, uh, we uh, are you guys. You guys, good to stick around for a little bit. We'll do we some are. polls and we'll hang out. We'll continue to talk about this event that's coming up, and obviously the implications of that. So so cool that the Titans are involving a, a, a portion of their fan base in and, and continuing to promote that goodwill in the community. Six one five seven three seven one zero four five is how you join the conversation at any point if you so desire. I'm Buck Rising. It's one zero four five the zone. I love the fact that you and Trevin were with me during that conversation. And I I honestly, I just thought it was so cool that he put you guys on the radio and on the air with me. What was the, what was the surprising thing to you? No. Hold on. What was your takeaway from the whole radio station experience? It was really fun, and um, I'm just glad that uh, Buck gave us an opportunity. I, uh, we didn't annoy him too much. <laughs> I'm kidding. But, um, yeah, I mean, I didn't really expect to come on and start talking, but that was really cool. Um, got to talk some Titans, got to talk some Vanderbilt, some trash talk about Tennessee. Did not end well at all. But, um, yeah, that was really fun. I just, um, I was really glad that I got to be on with uh, you and Buck. That was in Trevin. That was pretty cool. Well, shout out to everyone at 104.5 and to Buck Show for having us on. It was just an amazing opportunity. Anyway, I um, totally got sidetracked from what I was talking about before. But basically, just they were talking on the radio today about how the players actually for the Titans are surely going to have conversations with AJ. But for the most part, they're all really happy for AJ that he is getting what he feels like he deserves. And because at the end of the day, the NFL is a business and those guys want to get paid. And so that's what he's doing. But another um, statistic I saw on Twitter from Mike Herndon, if the Titans win in Philadelphia and the Colts lose in Dallas next week, Tennessee would have a chance to clinch the AFC South officially in week 14 with a win at home over the Jaguars. Yeah, they can definitely do that, but um, the game in Philly might be tough, and uh, Dallas, I mean, they're up and down. Uh, They can beat some good teams, but they can also lose to um, average teams, so we're going to have to see the Colts coming off a loss to Pittsburgh uh, Monday night. Hopefully the Titans will be getting some key players back this week uh, for the trip to Philadelphia. Sending all the healing energy to those guys that are playing hurt, like Jeffrey Simmons and Ryan Tannehill and so many other guys. Uh, We just hope that you guys have a speedy recovery and you can get back on the field this Sunday. Well, you can find us on TennesseeTitans.com on the audio tab or wherever you're listening right now. Also, follow us on Instagram at Titans Talk with Kaysen. Send us a DM and let us know where you're listening from, and we'll give you a shout out on an upcoming episode. Anything else you want to add before we go? Just send the players good vibes and um, cheer on the Titans this Sunday. And wear that two-tone blue on Fridays, Fan Fridays, and then especially on game day just to send that good energy, right? Yes, definitely. Well, thank you so much again, listener, for tuning in. This is Kaysen and Carrie signing off. But don't forget to tighten up up and be Tennessee Tennessee tough. tough. And beat the Eagles. Let's go.